Welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host, Melina. I hope you're having a great day and you had a great week and enjoyed your weekend. I woke up this morning and I told myself that this week, when I recorded in the morning, I was going to do my hair and makeup because last week I didn't do that because I was trying to save time to like finish recording early and just have the rest of my day free. But I didn't feel good last week. Like, I was in Teatua Folonga, and I just felt ugly. So this week, I decided to get ready. And it reminded me that when I was little, my mom would wake up. She still does this, but wake up, like, do her makeup, do her hair, and get dressed. And I'd be like, ¿A dónde va? Like, where are you going, mom? She's like, to the kitchen to make breakfast. And I would always be so confused because I'm like, I don't get why she has to get ready to just go to the kitchen. And she told me one day, like, it's because when I was younger, your abuelita siempre decía que we have to get ready to see what the day has in store for us. Because you never know if someone's gonna come and knock on your door, a visitarte. Like, back in the day, people didn't text you or call you when they were on their way. They just kind of show up to your house. Isn't that kind of crazy how times have changed? Like, I don't ever go to my friend's house without texting them, hey, I'm outside or hey, I'm on my way. Or I'll be there in this amount of minutes. Like, I always give, like, a ETA. And back in the day, people would just show up to your house. But my mom always said, when you look good, you feel good. And I think that's so true because if I wake up and I don't do my makeup or hair or, you know, just get a little put together, get it on a cute outfit, like, I don't feel good. When I actually try a little, it doesn't have to be something extreme. Like, just ponte un chongo and, like, you know, like wash your face, brush your teeth. But I realized that it makes such a huge difference for me. And if you're feeling funky, get yourself ready. You don't have to be going anywhere. Like you don't have to put makeup on, but you know, peinate. <laughs> this weekend, I woke up feeling adventurous and I felt the need to get out of the Inland Empire. And it's just been so hot. So I was thinking, do I go to the beach or do I take a trip to San Diego. And I decided to go to San Diego because I've been to the beach like way too many times already this summer. So I asked my mom, you want to go to San Diego? And my girl, she never says no. She always wants to be adventuring. Le encanta la calle, la señora. A mí también, but like with limits. Like I get over it. Like we'll go somewhere and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like I'm done socializing. (laughs) And she can go to the store for hours and it's just not my thing but she was down so we drove to San Diego I honestly didn't have a plan I just knew a couple places that I wanted to go to and kind of just go with the flow so we get there and 30 minutes before I went on Yelp and I added myself to the waitlist for Cocina 35 and this place has like the best chilaquiles the best cafe de olla And it's always popping. So I knew I had to get on the wait list before I got there because if not, the wait's like an hour long and I didn't want to wait because your girl gets hangry. So I got myself on the list. We parked. We got to the restaurant and it said like your table's almost ready. Like it texts me. So we were standing there waiting for our name to get called. And I kept hearing the guy call the host. He was calling other names. And finally, I was like, 
why am I not in the list? Because I checked my phone again and it's like, you've been removed. So I go up to the guy and I'm like, hey, like I had a party of two on the wait list and now this Yelp said that they removed me and I'm wondering why. And he's like, oh, it's because I've been calling your name and you haven't said anything. But first of all, I've been there for like already maybe 15 minutes and my reservation, I was like the next party to get set. And I only heard him call like two or three names, but then I remembered the next name next to me and it was like a big party and they called them before they called me. So I was like, I've been here. And then he's like, no, you haven't. And I'm like, yes, I have. I was like, I could show you my parking ticket, like what time I got here. And I've been standing there in the front. Like I'm the first one that I've seen you walk over there a couple of times and you never called me. And I never am the type to argue with someone in customer service unless it's necessary. I don't want to be a little Karen. But I was hungry and the instructions weren't clear. So I think he was just tired of hearing me. So he's like, I'll put you back on the list. And I felt so bad because I've been in customer service. I've been in fast food and I hate when customers are like me, but I don't think I was in the wrong. So anyways, we finally got sad. We had some French toast, the cajeta, and we had the chilaquiles and the café de olla and it was amazing. After we finished eating, we went to Artelexia, which is a Mexican gift shop. I believe is in the North Park neighborhood. Don't quote me. I'm not an expert, but I think it is. I wanted to show my mom the store because she's never been, and I've talked to her about the store before. So we went there, we bought a couple things, and there's a mural outside that's really pretty. I posted it on my Instagram. If you haven't followed me on Instagram, go follow me on Instagram at Unbreakable Latina. But 10 months ago, I had gone to that trip with Angela, and I took a picture there. At that moment, I was feeling inspired. I had just talked to Angela about starting this podcast and I was inspired to drive home and go to the Apple store and get my laptop and start the podcast. And I did. So standing outside that mural, it made me really emotional because I thought of the girl I was 10 months ago. I remember before that trip, I was dating some crusty Dusty and... I was a little heartbroken because I got love bombed by him and I kind of felt dumb but at the same time I was like screw that guy. Just standing there thinking of how I was kind of broken. I'm not gonna lie. When I started this podcast I was still like going through it. If you've listened to my first episodes like you could hear it in my voice like my confidence is not there. Um, I was scared and In the last 10 months, I've grown so much. I've figured out a lot of things. This podcast has helped me through my healing journey. I've learned a lot. I've learned that I have a creative side. I've learned that I'm an actress. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, like you're capable of anything that you put your mind to. And that's how I felt. I felt like, wow, how much have I grown in 10 months? It hasn't even been a full year. It almost is going to be a full year. That's crazy. And it was just nice to share that moment with my mom. And it was like a beautiful day. And I took a picture there and I was just like, this is like a memory, you know, a memory of where I started and how far I've come and how much more there is left to accomplish. So after that, 
inspiring moment. <laughs> we went to Border X Brewing because they have the best pepino michelada. Like, it's amazing. And my mom really liked it. And my mom's very critical on her micheladas because she doesn't like, she likes it a certain way. And she was like, wow, this is really good. So we enjoyed a beer and we went thrifting because it's what we do when we found some good stuff. I love thrifting because you get quality items at a fraction of the price. Like most of my work clothes because I work in an office and I have to look semi-decent. So a lot of my dresses, a lot of my blouses are from thrift stores because I hate spending money on clothes for work. I could spend money on clothes to go out, to go somewhere, but for work, I'm like, ew, I don't want to spend more than $4 for a shirt. And I have some really pretty blouses, so if you haven't gone thrifting, you should. Check it out. Make it like a date with your mom or a date with your friend or go by yourself. Some exciting news. Um, merch is in the process of being made. I know I've been talking about it for weeks, but... Finally found the shirts I told you guys the other day and I took them to the print shop and they said it's gonna be like two weeks. So I'm assuming by the end of this week or the beginning of next week, I should have the shirts in hand and be ready to put them up on my website so you guys can purchase them and then tag me when you guys are wearing them. I'm so excited. I really hope they come out just as I picture them. They will be white shirts that are oversized, so I am stoked. I can't wait to see them. And this week, I also discovered... Well, let me back a track. So last weekend, Sofia... Corporate Pero Latina sent me a screenshot of my podcast ranking in this website. I forgot what it's called. But basically, it said that Unbreakable Latina is one of the top 1.5% most popular shows out of 2 million podcasts globally ranked. And when I read that, I was like, no way. There is no way. <laughs> I know that lately I've gained more listeners, but that's crazy. That's a lot of podcasts. And I was in denial, but it did make my day. But still, no me la creía. So throughout the week, I thought about it and I was like, I wonder if my podcast even ranks like in the top 100 because I hear other podcasts and they're like, yeah, we're top in the top 100. So I go on Apple Podcasts. I go to my category that my podcast is on, which is society and culture. And I'm scrolling down. I pass one, two, three. I'll get all the way to 50. And then I see 59 unbreakable latina you guys topped in the 100 of society and culture like what and that's all thanks to you guys because you guys are the ones leaving your ratings leaving your reviews and if you haven't please do they help so much i was in shock like it doesn't even feel real imposter syndrome is in full effect the top 100 like damn your girl's been doing it and thank you guys for supporting me for sharing the podcast and it's just so exciting i hope that one day i get to meet you guys because i connect with so many of you over dms and comments i'm gonna confess something to you guys i get really emotional when i read your messages um you guys are sharing your stories with me and just telling me that my podcast made you feel not alone. And that's really been my mission with this podcast. And it just feels like mission accomplished. So thank you for sharing your stories. And thank you for being my friend. Even though I don't know you guys personally. Like, 
just your stories. It makes me feel like I also am not alone in everything I've been through because when I was going through stuff, like really deep stuff, um, I felt alone. I felt like, dang, do I always have to have all these hard, difficult moments? But it's because a lot of people don't talk about them and you don't know what someone's going through. You just see whatever they decide to show you on social media or when you see them in person. Not everybody is like, hey, like, I'm depressed. Hey, I'm going through a breakup or hey, I have toxic family members. No one just starts telling you all their traumas when you meet them or, you know, at lunch or whatever. But anyways, thank you guys. So this week's episode, I wanted to talk about self-love. It's something that's been highly requested. And I, for some reason, I thought I did an episode on this, but I didn't. I did Alone But Not Lonely, just um, being happy with being by yourself. But I've never really talked about self-love. And self-love is something that I'm barely understanding at my, in my 30s. Um, for a long time when people would say, you have to love yourself. And I would be like, yeah, I love myself. Like, why would, I don't hate myself. But when you actually understand what self-love is, it changes your mindset. It changes your life. So first, let me tell you the definition of self-love. Self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. Self-love is not sacrificing your needs to please others. Self-love is never settling for less than whatever you deserve. And like I said, uh, for a long time, I was like, I love myself. What do you mean I have to love myself more? Um, I realized throughout my healing journey that I was putting everybody's needs before mine. I was settling for less because I thought it could be worse. It could be worse. Uh, I neglected myself a lot. And I know a lot of people struggle with this because I hear your stories. I, I read your messages and they're like, how did you start your self-love journey? Well, for me, it happened when I got out of my long-term relationship and when I started establishing boundaries with people. That's when my self-love journey began. Growing up as a first-generation Latina, I realized that no one ever taught me about self-care or self-love. I grew up with a mom who would put everybody else's needs before her own needs. So it makes sense why my self-love journey started so much later in my life and how a lot of you have started barely loving yourselves because I think in our culture, we always seem to put everyone's needs before ours because that's how we show love for our families and it's all that we've been taught. You say yes to all your tias, your tios, to doing stuff. And I never saw my mom refuse to help any of her brothers for a long time. I never saw my mom go get a pedicure. I never saw my mom just take a day for herself. And it's very hard to unlearn until my mom and my dad separated. Then I saw my mom doing more things for herself and just taking time and saying no to things. And it was such a crazy moment because I had, it was like a completely different person. 
And I think that with our culture, we try to give back so much to our family that we forget to give to ourselves. The self-love journey is going to look different for everyone because not everyone gets happiness from the same thing. And each person takes care of themselves in different ways. And But self-love is very important for your mental health. It can improve your mental health so much. For me, self-love means that I prioritize myself, I am true to myself, I am nice, I set boundaries, I forgive myself when I'm not being nice or true to myself, I listen to my body, a lot of the times I don't, but I do listen to my body when I need a break, I take breaks from work, I make sure to put the phone down and connect with myself or do something creative. Um, Taking care of myself also means eating healthy, but still indulging in delicious, uh, not so healthy food and just taking time for me. So why should you practice self-love? I think that you should practice self-love because when you love yourself so much and you don't mind being alone, you become more selective on who you surround yourself with, meaning romantically or friendships or family it just improves the quality of your life because you are okay being alone, but you want good company and it just makes you have a higher standard for the people that are around you. And you make better choices. You make better choices when you surround yourself with good people or in good environments. You have healthy relationships, um, healthy relationship with yourself. It's just like a full circle moment. You can practice self-love by becoming more mindful. Um, When you love yourself, you know what you want in life. You know what type of environments you want to be in. You know what type of friends you want, what type of partner you want. So you know what you want. You practice self-care. And for me, that's huge. Like going to the gym, nourishing your body by eating good food, getting your full hours of sleep. After I ended my relationship, I didn't know who I was. So I think a big part of my self-love journey was getting to know who Melina is, getting to know what I'm capable of because I lost my identity because of my own fault. I don't blame my ex-partner. I blame myself because I was so focused on the relationship and wanting it to work so bad that I didn't even know who I was. I didn't know what I liked. Everything was like, we both like to do this and he likes to do this. But I neglected myself and I'm like, ¿Por qué? But I got to know myself. I got to know what I like, what I don't like. If I don't want to do something, I don't do it. I realized that I am very opinionated and it's okay to be like that. And you have to be honest with yourself. Um, Think about what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Work on that. For me, a big weakness was um, feeling insecure of, of my body. I was chubby growing up and then I lost all this weight when I was like in eighth grade and it was probably because I was depressed. And then once I was in my late 20s, I gained a lot of weight and I didn't know how to accept my body till probably the end of my 20s, early 30s. I kept working out and I knew that I was eating healthy, but I accepted the fact that I'm never going to look like I looked in my teens. And by getting to know yourself, you also have to date yourself. Take yourself to your favorite restaurant. Figure out what your goals in life are. What do you want for yourself? I don't know if you guys have seen this trend on TikTok, pero yo soy tiktokera. 
And there was this trend where someone would say, thinking that I don't deserve love or hating my nose or something. I think most of the trends were like thinking I'm not worthy of love. And it was a current picture of the person. And they put a picture of when they were younger and they're like thinking of how she's not worth having or finding love. And you have to be kind to your inner child. Speak to yourself kindly because if you think about it, like you wouldn't tell that to a kid. So heal that inner child and change the dialogue in your head. I was reading. No, I wasn't reading. I was listening to this audiobook. I'm sure you guys already heard of it. Let me get the title. It's called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And Gina Moreno um, was talking about it on her TikTok. If you don't follow her, follow her at Soy Gina Moreno. And she was just talked about something that the... I, I can't recall exactly what it was, but I was like, damn, I need to read this book, but I don't have time because I'm already reading other books that I leave halfway and I forget about. I'm so bad with that. So I was like, why not do an audiobook and I could listen to it on my walks and I started listening to it, and it says that words are so powerful. The power of word is crazy. So in the book, they talk about how a mom came home from work, and her daughter was singing and jumping around, and the mom tells her, like, your voice is so annoying. And then the little girl forever remember that moment and she wouldn't want to sing anymore after her mom told her that because she believed that her voice was really annoying and it, or I think it, her mom said her voice is not even that good so after that moment the daughter stopped singing and she didn't even want to talk to people so how you talk to yourself really affects how you feel and if you were talk think about think about talking to yourself as if you were a child and you are more compassionate because we're always more compassionate with kids and more loving and more forgiving. It's important to forgive yourself for your past. Um, for example, if you had a failed relationship, forgive yourself. Be like, if it wasn't for me having that relationship fail, I wouldn't have discovered who I am today. I wouldn't have met my current partner. I wouldn't have done all of this. Anything you did in your past does not define who you are in the future. Think about it as growth. People change, humans change, people make mistakes, nobody's perfect. So forgive yourself for mistakes you've made or things that you've been through or embarrassing moments you've been through because those moments helped you be who you are today. Another way to love yourself is to treat yourself like you treat your loved ones. How do you show up for your friends? How do you show up for your family? Show up for yourself. Do you give your friends compliments? Do you give your partner compliments? Give yourself compliments. What is your love language? If you know what your love language is, practice that love language towards yourself. It doesn't have to be just for other people. And I know it sounds funny like to say like, oh, compliment yourself. Like, do it. If you look good, say, hey, girl, you look good. Um, if you show up for yourself by buying yourself gifts, buy yourself something. Treat yourself boundaries establish those boundaries because when you establish them you teach people that you deserve respect and that you expect it and for me one of the biggest things of establishing boundaries was saying no to people for a long time i was a yes girl no matter what anybody needed i would put their needs before mine and even if i was tired i'd show up to that place that somebody wanted me to show up or 
I'd bend over backwards and try to squeeze it into my day. And it's important in your self-love journey to establish those boundaries because the power of saying no is huge. When I say no, I feel like, okay, like I am establishing my boundaries because it's not something I want to do or my needs come before anyone else's because they really do. And I know it's hard for some people to think about that because some people have children. I don't and I don't know what it's like. But sometimes you have to say no to certain things. We can't be everywhere at once and we can't do everything for everybody if we're not taking care of ourselves first. These are all just my recommendations on starting your self-love journey, how you can practice it. Um, I just want to let you guys know that loving myself has changed so much in my life and it's all positive. And I've learned a lot. I've been healing and realizing what my goals in life are and who I am and what I like, what I don't like. Date yourself, like I said. Take time for you and you have to make that a priority. I know there's people that have families and kids and stuff, but talk to your partners. Try to get some family help. Do things for yourself because when you do things for yourself, you feel good and you could be present for everybody else. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I enjoyed recording for you guys. If you haven't started your self-love journey, this is your sign to start it today. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Um, follow me at Unbreakable Latina on TikTok and on Instagram at Latina Podcast on Twitter. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. I hope you guys have an amazing week and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye! Thank you.